Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, December 30th. You'll be hearing this on Monday. And then after this episode, the next time we see you guys, it'll be a new year. Brand new year. See you next year. New year, new me. We'll, we'll get into that on Wednesday, though. The whole. See you next called? year. No, the. Uh, new year. Ne- <clears throat> oh, resolutions. Resolutions. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. We'll get into re- resolutions later on down the road. That's that's not for tonight. We do have a full episode for you, although plenty to talk about as the Vols are now officially headed into conference play basketball-wise. Took care of business on Saturday. Wait, so we're not playing in a bowl game, right? Nah, I haven't heard yet. I've heard no, but that's just – I haven't heard anything official. Hmm. So, I mean, think about this. One bowl game did get canceled. So is there a possibility that, like, we could get called up? It's true. I mean, think about it. Just something to think about. So, hopefully we're not, though, because I would love to not see the Vols football. Yeah, well, not, not have to worry about it. Nobody, like, nobody needs to lose. No yeah. harm, no foul right now. Nobody right. needs to lose. So, we're good. We're good. Um, there was the uh, playoffs played, the semifinals played last night. I thought those were a New Year's Eve thing. Are they? Were they? Did they change that? Because it's on a Monday or what? I don't know. <clears throat> I think they're kind of letting the New Year's Six bowls kind of have their New Year's, and so like the. Playoff is a different day. I just think they want more ratings. Oh, well, the ratings went down. So. Oh, well, looks for them. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know. Maybe I, they want to spread out. Maybe. I thought they were played on the 31st last year. Maybe not all the time. I don't know. I'm very, I was very confused that they were Saturday. I didn't know they were Saturday until Friday. So. Yeah. But. But, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably because it was a Monday and this was Saturday. Interesting. And I just I don't get why the national championship is on a freaking Tuesday. It's all it's always on a it's always on a Monday. Is it on a Monday? It's all so. it's a day that no one really wants it to be on. Yeah, I thought it was always on a Monday. I feel like those games should always be on a Saturday. Yeah, like the national championship. Yeah, games are always on a Monday, so I don't understand that. It makes zero sense to me. I I feel like ratings wise, you'd definitely get more people watching on a Saturday night than you would. Right, on Monday night. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Um, looking at Vol basketball, though, they played Tennessee Tech, handled them just nicely, ninety six to fifty three, um, in a game that covered. we led the whole time and never looked back, like we should. Great teams cover. That's right. What was the spread? Like thirty two. Okay. So just barely, we're flirting with it. Um, no, we won by forty one. I don't know, but 30, that's not that much in basketball. 40 or 43. 43. Not that much in basketball. No. 11 points? No. No. Yeah. No. No. But we took care of business. We got several starters in double digits again. Um, Jordan Bone is continuing to look just as, you know. I don't know if I, watching this game, it's hard to say. You know, he, he just got better, but he definitely didn't, you know, lose anything from the last two games. Right. So. Yeah, he's he's back where he left off. Yeah, and then Tennessee played in a very, very exciting brand of basketball. A lot of dunks throughout the game. 
Um, use Pons throwing, showing his, uh, showing his athleticism. He dunked just, just about every shot he had. So the three free throws are what kept him from dunking every single one of his points. Yeah. So I'd say that's exactly what he wants. Um, judging by how often he looks to dunk. And then, um, I thought Kyle Alexander looked better yesterday. Yeah. His competition's not as good as it, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be going forward, but, um, I thought he looked like an actual, you know, he he talked. He looked like that looked like that rim protector we talked about at the beginning of the year that we need him to be. Um, so that I mean, I thought that was very positive. Yeah, one of the best things I think we do is we find the open guy every time. Yeah, and when you have pawns, you know, always looking to dunk, he's probably always open at the rim. Um, but you have guys just in the lane. Um, you know, getting in transition, they always seem to find the open guy. And I think that's what Jordan Bone is really, you know, dialed in on is, is finding that open guy as well as being um, aggressive. Yeah. Um, when, when it's his time to shine, you know, he's not afraid to, to take it himself. Right. We definitely need him to look to the rim. Right. Um, but, I mean, when you shoot 63% from the field – your starters only miss eight shots total. You're right. not gonna. You're not gonna lose. No. Nah. And well, if you do, the other team's shooting lights out, and yeah, you know, nothing was gonna deny them that day. Um, you talked about how we were always looking for the first pass. Even Rick Barnes mentioned it. Um, I guess he was asked about it in his presser. We only attempted eight threes total in the game, and that's because we work inside out, and we're looking for the easy shot first. So they're gonna try to find the open man. Um, only four total taken by starters. Mm-hmm. So. Looks like a lot of the white guys that got in down the stretch. Well, Lucas Campbell played throughout the game, actually. Yeah. Or early in this first half, I guess. Um, got some playing time. But, uh, yeah, we. I mean, there's nothing you can play, complain about in this game. Don't think they could have played any better um, against a team they should beat. It's kind of how we talked about last or this past episode um, about the, nothing seems to distract this team. Uh, it's probably, probably would have been an easy day to – you know, t- make it a lighter day and uh, coming back from Christmas. This is your last game before uh, conference play. Probably would have been easy to to overlook this team, um, but they didn't. They went out there and cruised to 96 points, it seemed, and nothing seemed ta- hard about uh, the other day. And then, um, you know, just did their thing on defense. Yeah, Forson is he, – he looks like he's improving every week. Yeah, he looked more athletic. It was kind of creepy. Um, I mean, he, he almost went the – he went about three quarters of the floor on a dribble to dunk it. It's kind of scary. Yeah, and he put a guy on a poster. Yeah. So, is uh, is Fulgerson the best white guy on our team? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he has to be. It's right. crazy. I think it shows how, like, I wonder if he kind of questions if he should have gone to a smaller school after just absolutely dominating Tech for the few minutes he played. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, this is what I could have been. Okay. <laughs> But dude, like nobody defend able, me in this league. If he's able to play like that, I mean, he didn't look like out of control like he does a lot no. of the time. I feel like he was he played his game. He didn't have to dribble the basket. I mean, besides wide open down the court, but he right. didn't really have to dribble the basketball. Um, you know, he didn't have to beat anybody on the dribble, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, playing that lesser team definitely helped him a lot, and um, maybe it's just a confidence booster moving forward because. It definitely doesn't get easy from here on out. Um, I mean, yeah, Georgia's not an incredible team, but that's not an easy first game in conference play. 
that wouldn't be who I'd pick to play first. <laughs> yeah. So um, we struggled with them last year when we won the title. Uh, it looked there for like a for a little while like we might lose that game. Um, yeah. I'm not sure exactly what all they've lost and, and gained. And, I know they lost their best player. They yeah. lost Maiden. I mean that makes that makes sense. I mean they don't have anybody averaging an insane you know amount. Um, they they have some contributors that that will be fine. It'll be a tough test. It won't be easy. And um, you know I'm hopefully this vault. Hopefully this team can just go in and take it. Well, essentially what they did this past Saturday. Um, you know it's a team they should beat. Not Bob. 43, not by 32, but a team they should beat, and they just need to go in there and take care of business, play yeah. play their brand of basketball, and they, they won't get beat. Right, yeah. <clears throat> like you said, look inside out. That, that's our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep on um, feeding your guys down low, feeding Grant, feeding Admiral. And if you're not going to stop Grant Williams, let him go score 30 points. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't 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 stop looking at him. Cause uh, I think when you get in conference play, like, you have to make somebody stop him. Yeah. And then when they stop him, make him stop Schofield. Yeah. And then when they stop him, go back to Williams. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you have Bone, you have Alexander who have proven that they can score as well. Yeah. Um, and that and that's kind of what you hope Bone's improved to is when they are able to stop Williams this year. Is he able to, you know, take away that – go to the rim, you know, because they're going to have to be giving up something when they, when they look to uh, put more pressure on Grant. So, you know, can he go to the rim and can he score going to the rim? Um you know, when, when Tom calls. As of right now, I think he's answered the call that Rick Barnes has put on him this year. Kind of curious to see what happens in conference play. I think that's what you're looking to elevate this team is can Jordan Bone keep it up, keep up what he's done. Yeah. And I, I think when we get in conference play, a lot of these, um, you know, Jalen Johnson looks like he has earned a little bit of playing time, but Derek Walker, I don't see him getting in. No, he's not good. The lineup anymore. He, he looks, just looks lost. I'm, I'm not sure what his deal is, but he – you know, the first exhibition game, he put up like a double-double. Mm-hmm. And then I have no clue what happened after that. But he just doesn't look like he's comfortable in anything that he does. He's very timid um, and doesn't really move in the paint. No, he he, he doesn't look like – like you, I think loss is the right word. He just doesn't look like he's confident in a lot of what he's doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't see getting any – That that's the most he'll play in a game probably the rest of the season. Yeah. So um, – you know, he definitely. I feel like he definitely has the the most the more natural um, abilities out of most people on the floor. He just, I guess, it just hadn't clicked yet. I don't know. Yeah, looks like DJ Burns has got a red shirt for hundred percent sure. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of wild to me because if you don't have Walker, if William or if Alexander goes down, I mean, then you're then you're asking Grant probably to play the five again. And there's nobody. I mean, there's nobody else there to really help. I mean, Fulkerson maybe. If who goes down? If like Alexander goes down, oh, yeah, yeah, you got, you have to. You have to slide Grant to the five, and then you have to really play with that four. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, I don't think Pons can play the four. And why would you move? Uh, Bowden can't. No. And why would you move? I don't know. Yeah, Schofield would have to play the four Probably. or, or Fulkerson. I, mean, I guess Fulgerson could come in and play the. I mean, I guess, I guess he'd play the five, but I mean that's not. I don't know. You just, I guess you got to hope you really stay healthy, yeah. and especially in the you know, for for our big guys, got to stay healthy, right? And, and our guards too. If I mean, especially right now with Lamonte Turner out, 
you know, our, if Jordan Bond went down, you know, we'd struggle at point guard as well. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I apparently it's all mental with Lamonte. I think this is the game, though, I'd want to test it. Yeah, so we do have a question about that. Um, so, hold on one second. Yep. Um, Samuel Barnett asks, where is Lamonte Turner? Is this over for him? I don't think that. I don't think it's over for him. Um, I do know that he was practicing full go um, and how it was having some issues shooting the basketball. It was just like having some soreness. It was uncomfortable. Um, so Barnes kind of has held him out since. And he's not really warming up with the team like he was. So, I, you know, it probably is a mental hurdle. But, you know, if it's not – shooters are going to shoot. So, I mean, if he's not comfortable doing the thing he, things he does best, then it's best to hold him out. Yeah, i kind of curious. To, I mean, Rick Barnes has said it's up to him. He's been cleared medically. Um, so, if it's soreness in his – you know, in the shoulder when he shoots or, and if the doctors feel it's just mental or whatever, that's got, that's a hurdle. that's going to be tough to get through. And I think, you know, if I was Lamonte, apparently it's all up to him. That's what uh, Barnes is saying. I think tech is the game I would have wanted to get into and really test and see if when the, if when the adrenaline's going, if uh, in the you know, real live play, what's going to happen. Cause he's cleared to clear for contact because um, now from here on out, every game you play in means something, you know, pretty big. Yeah. When it when it boils down to it, and then now you've got uh, the only game non conference game you have left is West Virginia. That's still a big deal and can really matter on your resume when it's all said and done. I think this is the game I would have wanted to try it out. Yeah. So it kind of seems wild that he didn't even dress and you know play at all. Yeah. So I I, I think it'll be a a, a little bit longer. Um, you know, it could be months. Yeah, I mean, we could, we, could, I think there's, I think, I'm not going to say he's done, but him not playing at all um, in these last few non conference games, and especially even a few minutes in this tech game, I mean, I'd say there's a chance we don't see him this season. You know, does he go in and get examined again and find out, you know, maybe you have to have surgery on, you know, if, if that's what it is and he's not feeling comfortable, who knows what can happen from here. So I, I'm, I feel like you see him, but the way this is going, especially from a mental standpoint, who knows? Yeah, I mean, if they find some, you know that that could be the end. But I don't, I don't think it's a season-ending injury. I feel like this team is set up for a you know a long run in March, um, in the April. So I, I don't think you know having him out really hurts the team right now. I mean, you definitely want him, of course, but right. I mean, I don't think it's it's killing us to no. get him back. It's not, it, but I mean, from his standpoint, I, we no one knows what's going on in his head, um, and then you know, physically too, is it you know if it is bothering him, is it something else? Yeah, it could you be. Know? So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying he'll he'll be out for sure. I don't know. I haven't seen the medical report, nor am I a doctor, so I can't just say it by looking at him. Most doctors couldn't. But well, this is a house of learning doctors. This is different kind of doctors. Yeah, but I, I'd say. Either he's gonna ha- he's gonna have some big hurdles to jump uh, from a mental aspect, or they're gonna have to restart and look at it differently from a physical aspect. I, I don't know. Curious to see kind of what happens. You'd think maybe he's you know meeting with a sports psychologist to try to overcome this. I'm sure it's difficult, especially when you know like you you mentioned shooter shoot. Well, that's his most of his game, and it doesn't feel comfortable for him to be doing it. That can't be good. What just happened there? That was interesting. Was that that tight end from? I know it wasn't. He just like stopped. Was it? Did he think it was a run play? 
I guess. That was Jared Cook. <laughs> Another John. I Drew. called Spider Two. Why banana? What the exactly. are you doing? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what could happen with Lamonte thing. It sounds like Rick Barnes doesn't really know what could happen either. So we'll yeah, see. <clears throat> but the way this team is playing right now, you know, as long as we are able to stay healthy, you know, I don't, I don't think it's going to make a huge difference right now. No, you, know, you definitely love to have him in March, but you know, besides. Kentucky, I don't really think there's anybody. I mean, there's, you could lose any game, but I definitely don't think anybody is just matched up with us besides maybe Kentucky. No, I mean, even past our uh, starting five, even six, you still have a lot of good players in there looking at guard watch. You have uh, Bone, Schofield, Pons, and Bowden, all those guys that can, you know, really help you out, especially defensively. And then guys that have been shooting pretty well lately. Right. So, um, not a, I mean, not a huge deal, like you said. You'd like to have him back, though. So, yeah. you would. Um, I was just looking at the stat sheet. Nobody scored off the bench except for, well, Bowden scored all at the free throw line. No one hit a field goal except for Lucas Campbell and Fulgerson <laughs> off the bench. Yep. That's not good. Jalen Johnson played 11 minutes without shooting. It's no bueno. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, <clears throat> your bench is going to have to step up a little bit. But with Fulkerson scoring 15. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. It helps. You want to see and, Gow- and Bowden, you know, couldn't see the the ball go in, but he made his. Um, at least Bowden you know, shot. I mean, Jalen yeah. Johnson didn't even attempt one. So. Yeah, but Bowden made his mark at the free throw line. Yeah. You know, he was able to make an impact in different ways. Um, he had six assists. So. Six and six rebounds. Yeah, I was about to say even like Bowden and, and Walker even got into some rebounds too, and then Fulgerson they all registered plenty across the stat board. Yeah. So, um, looking at recruiting news. Yeah, recruiting news. So this week starts a preparation for the All Star games. Um, you have a couple of Tennessee commits. You have Wanya Morris, um, who is at the Under Armour All American Bowl. Um, Jalen McCullough is at the Under Armour All-American game as well. And they're recruiting Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright is um, set to make his announcement on January 5th at the All-Star game. Um, so they've already been in talks with him to you know, get him ready to make his commitment to Tennessee. We'll see. Well, it, you know, things are looking good right now, but, you know, who knows what could happen in, you know, a week. Yeah. So, and then you got Kavaris Crouch. Uh, Romel Keaton and Eric Gray, who uh, are signees that are playing in the, um, I don't even know, it's the All-American Bowl. But it, I think it's, it's the, the U.S. Army. Yeah. It used to be the U.S. Army, now it's just the All-American Bowl. Oh, really? I didn't know it got changed. <clears throat> yeah, so those guys are in it. We have some um, questions about recruiting. Um, first is by Shay and Tunes. Antunes, I don't know. I'm sorry if I mess up your name. Um, does Rick's, Mark Rick, I think that's who he's talking about, retirement affect the balls standing with any remaining targets? I definitely think so. I think Mark Rick is a, a great recruiter. Um, there's some guys on Tennessee's list that look to be headed to Miami. And that's uh, Chris Bogle and uh, five-star wide receiver Jaden Hazelwood. They look like kind of Miami locks, but 
you know, Tennessee is still in the running for both of them. They've had both of them on campus multiple times. So, you know, this could definitely affect that recruiting. Anytime that there is a head coaching change, there's going to be – recruiting is going to be affected. Right. They're, as much as you think they're coming for the school, they're – and some of them are. They're mainly coming for the coach. Yeah. So. And then um, we had another question. Feels like underscore 98 – says, name the return or remaining spots left in recruiting for 2019. And who do you think we end up with? Name the top three OC for UT in your opinion. Hmm. Um, who we go get? I think Darnell Wright is for sure. I think you want to address the inside linebacker as well. And I think they go after the in-state guy and Christopher Russell. Other than that, you know, anything can happen. Um, but those are guys that I definitely think we see in Orange and White next year. And I think I think you know there'll there'll be some guys come on late that we aren't really in the running for right now, um, but could end up at UT. George Pickens, he's a five-star wide receiver. He said that Tennessee is still in contact with him, so you know we're probably down at the bottom of his list right now. But you know who knows what can happen um, when February that signing day is. So right. But those are the guys in the top three OC. Ugh. Um, I think your guess wait, is, is as a, good as mine. Is that a um, question? What'd that say? Uh, it was like name your top three OC, like for the job. I don't. I don't even know who we're going after anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think anyone does. We have offered Mike, um, your your kitsch, your kitsch. So I guess that's official. That was per twenty four seven. It was per Oklahoma State's twenty four seven sports site. But it looked like Rocky Top Insider reported it before Tennessee's 247 even reported it. Hmm. So, very curious. Like, again, like, I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, and he was he was one of the, like, the first, like, before it kind of died down, he was one of the guys in the running for it already. So, I don't really know why we're just now offering it. Yeah. Very so, interesting. If it is him and he does accept, we'll know in a few days. They play in the Liberty Bowl on – is that on – What about Major Applewhite? When is that? Yeah, I mean, on Monday. Do you think he has to be a head coach? Do what? Do you think he has to be a head coach? I mean – I don't know. I don't really know much about him, though. So, like, I I don't know. Um, probably should have done some research after he was fired. Um, kind of surprised that – I mean, this all had to happen just because of the game the other day. Because, I mean, they were ready to extend. They had already extended, uh, what's his name's, uh, Kendall Brawls contract. Yeah. And then, I mean, if Kendall Brawls even thought he could be the head coach at Houston, surely he wouldn't leave for an OC position at FSU. So, this all really had to just go down recently. So, he's he's been an offensive coordinator at Houston, co-offensive coordinator at coordinator at Texas, offensive coordinator at Alabama for a year. I mean, he's worked with quarterbacks, played quarterback at Texas. Um, I'm just looking at his record right now. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate the Yurkic hire. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Yurkic, you know, hits on a lot of the main points most people were uh, – you know, concerned about 
I'm not saying he would be a home run hire, but I feel like he hits on a lot of the major points. Yeah. So what's what's you know what are you complaining about exactly? Is my question. If he gets hired. Yeah. My my thing is I think you want a guy who's worked with quarterbacks. And one a guy that's had a good track work record where he's been. Yeah. And Yerkic, you know, he's run top offenses at Oklahoma State. You know, how much is that as Gundy? I don't I have no clue, but he's obviously doing something. And it's still I mean, and it's a big twelve, which you I mean you gotta consider, but at the same time, like, you still gotta score. And you still yeah. gotta put points on the board. Right. So I don't know. And it's obviously a, not also, that easy to do it. Kansas doesn't do it that often. And he's also been places where, you know, they don't have the talent. Like he's been to St. Francis in Indiana. He's been at Edinburgh. I think that's in Pennsylvania, maybe. Um, Shippensburg. I don't even know where that's at. But, um, you know, he's been to some of those places where, you know, you have to actually coach yeah. to win games. Like it's not all about talent. I know – Alabama is well coached, but still, like they have a lot of talent, also. Right. So yeah, I don't know if I'm curious to see what happens. I feel like you would have heard more. Kind of seems like another false report to me. Like all that was announced this morning, and then nothing's been said about it since. So yeah, kind of curious what happens. They play tomorrow, um, so maybe you'll find out tomorrow night. Yeah, they kick off at three forty-five, so maybe you'll find out tomorrow night. I mean, if, if you're talking about my top three right now. I think Freddie Kitchens would have to be in that conversation. Um, you know, I don't really know anybody. I guess the Sarkeesian thing's a no, and I am not thrilled about him whatsoever. I would not be happy if we hired him. I just don't think he's been good anywhere he's been. I mean, I think he's been decent, and I feel like he hits, again, on a lot of the points, and I wouldn't be you know, overly thrilled, but I wouldn't be terribly upset either. I mean, he hasn't. Sarkeesian. Hasn't had good um, records when he's been a head coach. He lost the national championship, which I know that sucks coming in for one game, but he still lost. Um, and then you haven't really done very well at Atlanta since you've been there. Yeah, I mean, I With I don't think Ryan, I don't think he's done that bad. And then Atlanta's offense is – it's been inadequate for what they are, but comparatively to the NFL, they've done all right. I feel, again, I feel like he hits on a lot of the points, and it's not a hire I'd be over the moon for, but it's not a hire I'd burn burn the score out for either. For me. It's a no for me. Just not very impressive at all. And then fire for being drunk. like. Ugh. But what if he's fixed his problems? <laughs> I mean, like, still, like, you got fired from a head coaching job at a major program because you decided to come in drunk. Like, I'm all about second chances, but I feel like he's had second chances, and I don't think he's just made great strides where he's been. I would like to know more about the Alabama thing because, I mean, obviously that looks terrible, but also it's a national championship game. You had one week to prepare as the offense coordinator with him. And play calling, I mean, play calling is tough, and you want to get in grooves. And I mean that's the one thing I think Tennessee fans want from it is the play calling. So kind of curious to see what I, I'd like to go back and watch that game again for sure. To be a very like specific like to what he, you know what do we feel like he was being hindered? I guess you'd have to go back and watch everything he's done. Was it Nick Saban calling the shots or was it him? And then if it was him, why weren't they being executed? And then. 
I, I haven't watched the Atlanta Falcons enough or pay attention enough this year to them specifically to know how they've done. But a lot of people have vocally been upset, but when you go and look at their stats, they've been right there in the mix where they probably should be. Julio Jones only has like four touchdowns this season, so it's kind they're of like, like I mean they have like fifth in total offense for me. or something like that. And they're just like six and ten. I'm just saying they're the former husband and one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. I mean, but why are they getting outscored and by how much? I mean, you look at NFL stats, but I know that they're like fifth in total offense this year or something like that. <laughs> something crazy. That was very surprising when I saw it. And another thing, the Washington, when he was a head coach at Washington, like his record as a head coach is 46-35 and 35 in the Pac-12. Julio Jones is first in receiving yards. Right, but only has like four touchdowns. Matt Ryan's first in passing yards. I mean, I'm just – I mean, I feel like, especially as an OC, I mean, you mentioned his head coach record at Washington, but OC record record's very, very vague. I haven't I haven't looked at it enough. I'm asking questions. But I feel like he's been, again, not overly impressive, but not terrible either. So. I'll just like more from him. Because I know, like, the Alabama thing was just – Nick Saban doing a favor for a guy, you know, that's rehab for head coaches. But so I don't even really look at that as a big like head scratcher. It's just the head coaching. Um, you know, Atlanta I just don't feel like has like they've had a Hosman or not a Hosman, an MVP, um, one of the best receivers, you know, I feel like they should be better than a six and ten record. I mean I don't disagree, but what's their defense done? You got to, I mean, if we're going to look at record as total. I mean, I don't think they have a bad defense. I'm just going to look at total defense real quick. I mean, they got Vic Beasley. They got Desmond Trufant. They got, um, yeah, but their defense is ranked 27th in the league. I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Sarkeesian's the meltdown hire like a lot of people are making it out to be. I don't think. I don't think it's the worst hire, but I just don't think he's. I'd rather have Yurkich than Steve. I feel like his record's better than Sarkeesian. I mean, you never know. I mean, I feel like Steve Sarkeesian's had more years to. Because I mean, Yurkich is young, and this is his first D one stop. So, I don't know for sure. I think I mean I I think he's made a lot of mistakes, but he's also done decent. He got fired. Or he got hired after uh, the Pete Carroll stuff, right? Yeah. So I mean that's that's tough to piggyback as a head coach. You had a ton of sanctions. I don't know why anyone would go. Would have went after. Um, then you get fired. Yeah, like you just you eat that up. Um. So, so I don't really, I don't know why you'd follow. Or was he hired after Kiffin? No, yeah, he he was hired after Kiffin. Yeah, yes. So, you know, why would Lane would go after Pete Carroll makes no sense. And then why, you know, I don't know what all trouble they were still in, like sanctions wise. 
I wouldn't go to a school that had a ton of sanctions. It, it would never make sense to me. Yeah. But I don't know. So I I, I don't th- I just don't think Kyle, or uh, Sarkeesian would be horrible. I don't. I mean, he's obviously not the sexy best hire in the world. Honestly, I don't know if there's a sexy hire period in this coaching yeah. search. Like, I don't think there's anyone that I'd be like, that was a great hire. But I think the for sure thing is we're not going to hire from within. No, I think yeah, that, that would have that already happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know what what happens with, with this. Um, and I just said it. I don't think there's anyone out there that I'd be like, that's a phenomenal hire. Yeah. You did. You surprised everyone and just went above and beyond. I don't think there's anyone out there. Unless you just get lucky and he lands in your lap like Mark Rick or something. <laughs> Who got fired today? He retired. <laughs> Come on. So did so did Phil Former. I don't I don't think it was I think he should have been done after Georgia. Well, yeah, but I, I think he also got fired today. He he did his job. He got the program back where it was supposed to be. You know, this year didn't have very good implications, but he got the team ranked like up to second last year. Yeah. No, I mean, I I think he's, I I don't think he should have ever been fired by Georgia. Yeah. I think they'll find that out. I don't think Kirby Smart's the coach they thought he was, and they'll find that out soon. And he's piggybacking a lot off of Mark Rick's success, and. I mean, I think or, uh, Smart's going to do an adequate job. Like, I don't think he'll ever have him at the bottom of the SEC like Dooley or Butch, but I don't think he's the next coming to save him either. Um, but I feel like Miami asked him to move on after their blowout loss to Wisconsin because they saw the they they probably saw that what Georgia fans the reason he got uh, the reason he left Georgia and that was. They didn't think he was ever going to win a title for him, so they asked him to leave. But I could be wrong. Maybe Rick did leave on his own. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just doubt it. It seems kind of weird timing to leave on your own. Yeah, especially like this late mm-hmm. and not like tell anybody. Like At least Urban Meyer has told people that he's leaving. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's why I feel like this is a lot of – and then – you know, you had a bunch, apparently a bunch of Miami, former Miami players are all, like, they already have been suggesting head coaches and Warren Sapp even sent out a picture of him drinking champagne to the, you know, in celebration. So I feel like this was. Jeez. Yeah. So I feel like this was definitely done, uh, you know, this wasn't just or, or, uh, Mark Rick stepping away. I could be wrong, but I don't feel like it is. He obviously did step away. But, yeah, I mean, that like that right there, I'd be like, oh, that's a really good hire, Tennessee. <laughs> that's someone who you know is good at offense. But don't expect that to happen. I really don't. So don't get your hopes up. I'm not telling you to. Or do. I don't care. Just don't blame me. Don't blame me. Uh, looking at bowl games, speaking of bowl games, recap from this week. Um, the Washington Iowa Iowa State game. Washington barely squeaking out of that one, twenty eight to twenty six, and everyone talking about how we should have hired uh, what's his name again, which is like cool with me, but at the same time it's like you get over it. Like it didn't happen. 
it probably was never going to happen. So we're, we're past it. Um, biggest surprise of Friday. Syracuse being West Virginia soundly or Auburn hanging 63 on Purdue. Oh, Auburn for sure. <clears throat> I mean, would you have – I don't – see, that's tough for me because, like, I picked West Virginia to land, period. But then if you had been like, Syracuse had won, I'd been like, okay, that makes sense. Then if you were like, no, no, no. Like, they beat them, like, terribly bad. I don't know if I would – like, I don't think I would have believed you. So, I don't know. I also wouldn't have predicted Auburn to score 40 points, let alone 63. So, I guess Auburn too. But uh, that's got to be embarrassing for Purdue, right? I mean, like, oh, congratulations. You beat Ohio State and got the shit kicked out of you by one of, you know, a middle pack team in the SEC. Right. That lost to Tennessee. That lost to Tennessee. <laughs> Could have been the bottom, but they, they scrounged up some wins. So, right. they weren't. Um, and then it's Saturday. Just a weird day in football. Just kidding. Only the Florida win. Um, God, that was miserable. I did think the that Big Ten sucks. I did think that Clemson game was going to stay close for a while uh, until Notre Dame just looked like Notre Dame finally. But Notre Dame not even able to score an offensive touchdown in the college football playoff is poetic justice. Yeah, I definitely think – no matter if they go undefeated, they will not be in the college football playoff for a long time. I mean, I kind of agree with people saying that they shouldn't until they join a conference. Yeah. I agree. Make them join a conference. We've made – we pretty much told UCF they have to play more Power 5 teams. And I'm just glad we didn't, like – they wouldn't have been number two and played Alabama, but, like, what if they were again? Like, what if Clemson right. had one slip up and lost a game – and Notre Dame was number two, and then we had another BCS game like we did with Mantateo. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I would have left. <laughs> I mean, it sucks that it's Alabama, but I would have left. So I, I definitely think somebody was like, I think Notre Dame and UCF should just play each other every bowl season. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. And then the winner can play Alabama, or they can just say, screw it. And I'm sure they'll be like, hey, we're good. They could just be the national champs. Their own national champs. Yeah. Independent. Let UCF go independent. Then BYU. Them and BYU and can decide who's the winner. Yeah. By themselves. Um, Florida just shit kicking Auburn or Michigan really surprised me. Really surprised. Again, not not saying they. I didn't think they would win, but not shit kick them. So I knew when I when I really like started watching they or like right before the game came on they announced that Rashawn Gary and. Um, God, what's the dude's name? Their linebacker, whatever his name is. I think he's number 10. Um, wasn't playing. I was like, dang, that <laughs> sucks. I hate Florida. Yeah. I also think people need to remember where our, when they compare our program to Florida, like, yeah, we had a coaching change. I'm not saying Tennessee should accept mediocrity. I think most people that have listened to me consistently or have known me for a long time obviously knows – I don't believe that. But Florida was not in the same situation we were in either. So, no. And well, a lot of you all are a lot of you all vocally said you wouldn't be happy with the Dan Mullen hire. So, if we had hired him and then you but when we hired him, you would have said we would never be back here. So, I I just don't really get comparing us to Florida um because we're just not 
they were in way better shape when Dan Mullen came in. So I don't get it at all. And Butch Jones, if Butch Jones was fired after after sixteen, we may have a different, maybe a different story to tell. But you let him sit a year. You we lost a ton of people to transfers, a ton of people to recruits or uh, recruiting, and a ton of people to injuries. So we let it. Tennessee once again let it get away from us. Yeah, Here I mean, that, <clears throat> I don't. I don't think we should be been a ten win team by any means. Oh my god, that cheerleader just got killed. Um, but to only win five games and then get blown out by Vanderbilt. Oh, it's ugly. I mean, it's ugly. But like we, we're, it was this year was ugly. But to compare us to Florida is just stupid, in my opinion. I think Florida, they're like they only won four games that. Or three games. Was it three games? I think they won four. One had gotten canceled. Okay, four. They were four and seven. Yeah, and like we were four and eight. Their jump, which they they didn't play that tough of a schedule either, but they still have to play LSU. Yeah, and they lost Kentucky and still were able to manage to win ten games. I don't know. Just I hate Florida so much, but they just tend to always win, no matter how bad they are. And Felipe Franks, you know, people hate on him, and I don't think he's that great, but he just – he wins games. I don't know how, but he does. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think the – so in their four-win year, they still had wins over us, Kentucky, and Mandy. Just to give you an idea of what the bottom of the barrel is. Or no, they only went three. They went four and seven. They canceled Northern Colorado. So they beat – they lost to Michigan 33-17. They beat us, Kentucky, Vandy, and then beat UAB. Lost to Florida State 38-22. So, I mean, like, it wasn't – that year was probably really bad for them. A lot of uh, – like, I'd say that Florida State loss was probably interim-based because I'm sure – I don't remember when McElwain got fired, but I'd imagine before that game. And then we had – I don't even – like – I just know that they were nowhere near as in bad a shape as we were. That's my that's my point. So to compare, and then a lot of the people who would have hated the Dan Mullen hire, like I could probably put they're probably the same people who are saying that Florida's, you know, got well, Florida's it out. they always had a defense. Like we didn't have anything. Well, no, I mean, and they they were they were half talented when they were more than half talented when McElwain was here because it's so. I mean, the recruits come to you in the state of Florida. It's just I think it's a very different situation to compare us to Florida too. Yeah, I don't, I just don't think the gap is that it was that big to jump from ten wins when we stayed at five. Like we should have had more wins. We should we should have had more wins, but we also could have easily lost. I feel like we could have lost that Auburn game when you look at it. Yeah, I mean we shouldn't have gotten beat by Florida by thirty, whatever it ended up being. Um, and I think Dan Mullen deserves you know coach of the year in the SEC. Probably. I mean I. Yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, him or no, probably him. Yeah, maybe the I think the Kentucky coach won, did he? Stoops, Stoops I, I don't know. Yes, I think he did. Okay, so but I, I think Dan Mullen was deserving of it. Yeah, I mean, Jeremy Pruitt was in the running for it until probably the Missouri game, right? So I don't know. We just we just did not look good at the end of the season. I don't think we really looked stellar any time except probably Auburn and Kentucky are the only times that I was like, wow, we got better. Yeah. And that was about it. Other than that, it was just 
bad weeks of football um, that I thought were just, you know, not good at all. I mean, I'm looking at the Florida schedule right now this year. They also beat Mississippi State. I mean, you could argue that their schedule was pretty tough for an SEC, an SEC schedule that didn't have any Power 5. They didn't have a Power 5. Well, they have Florida State. Power 5 out of conference game. But it does suck that to see Florida win four games and then win ten the next season. Yeah. But, I mean, if you go back to last year, I need to look at it again. How many of those wins could they have won if there wasn't turmoil? Whereas, like, I'll look at our, I'll look at our uh, 17. Well, and you can see it fall apart, start falling apart at the end of the year. 16, you lose to uh, Vanderbilt. Did you lose Kentucky that year, too? Mm-hmm. Or did you beat Kentucky? You beat Kentucky. You lost South you, Carolina. Yeah. You lost South Carolina and Vandy at the end of the year that were just ugly. That's when Butch Jones should have been fired. Yeah. And then you go a whole year sitting on it. You replace him with Brady Hoke as an, on an interim basis, a failed head coach, like a miserably failed head coach. Wait, so Brady Hoke for OC? Yes. Okay. And it was – I just – I think they're very different situations. I think if you look at person for person, the 2017 – Florida Gators were way more talented than the 2017 Tennessee Walls. And then I think if you look at 2018, same deal. So, But we had them beat. In 17? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know. But I still think they were probably more talented if you look at it. We lost a ton of talent that year. Yeah, I agree. But, I I mean, we still almost beat them. So, it, it, it hurts to see them being successful and us still at the bottom of the barrel. That's it. but that's not what I'm going to hold against Jeremy Pruitt and his staff. Is is Florida being ten and three and us being five and seven? Oh, I'm not holding. It. I'm, I'm just saying as a as a Tennessee fan, it sucks to see that. I think a lot of people are saying why is Jeremy Pruitt five and seven, and Dan Mullen ten and three. That's what I meant. Why people comparing our programs? Oh, okay. And I don't think they're comparative at all, other than they're new coaches. Right. That's the only similarity between the two programs. Yeah. The only the only thing I hold against Jeremy Pruitt is the Vanderbilt. Yeah, I mean, that's ugly. Ugly. I, Not that I hold it against him, but I am I have it on my mind. It's on my mind. Yep, definitely. That got away from us. Bowl games, looking back. Uh, Virginia, South Carolina. I don't – I'm so glad. Oh, I hate Will champ. I feel like we've made him – I feel like we've kept him in business. Speaking, if we want to be mad about any coach being better than us, we've definitely kept him in business. Yep. South Carolina game this year was very winnable. There's another game you could have won easily. You're at six wins at least. There you go. That one, that one came down to last possession. So, also, did you watch? Did you see that Dallas play? Speaking of last possession today, no. I need to look and see what happened. So Cole Beasley caught it and got a knee inbounds on the field. They ruled it incomplete. I don't know what they ever went back and did. Hmm. They did. They did call it complete, and the Cowboys ended up winning. They went for two, ended up winning. That's awesome. Holy crap. That's insane. So if you didn't see that play, go look at Cole Beasley's last touchdown pass because it's incredible. Or his last touchdown catch. I don't know what I said. And then ball, what are the balls on the Cowboys to go for there? Surely that loss would have meant. Surely that loss would have meant something for him, right? Wait, what? That loss would have meant something for him, right? Are they out of the playoffs? I think they. Oh, I think they're out. Are they? Dang, no, I didn't think so. I didn't think they were. They did they win the did they win the division? They may have. No, not 
They would have had to win today because if the Eagles earned the final playoff spot. I feel like they would have had to because as of last week, the only people that had clinched were the Patriots. The only people that had officially won their division were the Patriots. They were the division leaders, though. So I guess they had to win today to be division leaders. I don't know. Very confused. So I know the Eagles got in, so I guess they got the they got the wild, wild card. card. Interesting. I don't know. So that really ballsy play. So the Cowboys are in, yes. But I don't think that would have kept them out. I don't know, because they would have been 9-7. and seven. The Eagles are, well, I guess head-to-head then would have mattered. I don't know. That could have mattered, I feel like. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know how it – I guess the Viking. the Vikings are out. The Vikings are in – they're in the hunt right now. They, they're, so they're they out. lose. Yeah, they lost to the Eagles. Okay. Or they, they lost to the yeah. Bears. Bears. So the Vikings – or the Eagles got over the Vikings. Okay. Yep. They haven't updated this. I guess that was updated just a minute ago. Gotcha. Still haven't fixed it. So it looks like the Bears will play the Go Eagles Bears. and the Seahawks and the Cowboys will play. And the Rams and the Saints have first round by, and it looks like the Chiefs get the first um get the one seed, the Patriots the two seed, and then it depends on the Titans and the Colts who gets in. And the Texans will be in and the Chargers. And I think the Ravens, maybe. I Depending think if they win. They gotta win. I think the Brian, if the Browns beat the Ravens, they're out and the Steelers are in, I believe. Yeah. So it's between well, the, the Steelers. The Steelers gotta win though too. Yeah, it's between the Steelers and the Ravens. Yeah, but I think the Steelers have to win, Ravens have to lose yeah. for that to be flipped. Um we'll talk more about NFL though on Wednesday. We'll get in deeper to that. The college football playoff. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I think Bama wins this one handily. Um, I don't see them slowing up. Tua looked completely healthy and fine. I mean, if Clemson's defense can get anywhere close to the amount of pressure that Georgia was able to create, then I think it makes it more interesting. Um, I don't see... I don't see them being able to do that, but I didn't see Georgia being able to do that either. So, you know, with a week and a half prep, maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Um, maybe they're able to do something. But this Alabama, I think Clemson's offense can score against anybody. Mm-hmm. I think they'll I think they'll put some points on Alabama. I just, I'm not convinced with Clemson's defense that they'll be, be able to do much. I think their defensive line's really good, but I, don't, I just don't trust – they're secondary against Alabama's receivers. Yeah. And then even if you do stop two, then you just got to stop Jalen Hurts. So. I, th- I think it comes down to turnovers. And I, I trust that two is not going to make mistakes. And But Trevor Lawrence, you know, the spotlight didn't look too big for him in the Notre Dame game. And he was able to get out of the pocket and either attempt to create something, give it a chance, or at least not take a sack. Yeah. He, I, he's, a, he's a dang good quarterback. I don't know he's if he'll be able to do that all game against Alabama like he was against Notre Dame because they were – Notre Dame's obviously not as deep as Alabama. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll see come. He hasn't – I mean, you know, Alabama's faced – hasn't faced a team that's been able to match up to them. 
Neither is Clemson. I still think Alabama's better than Clemson. It's just due to the conferences. Um, and you can thank Butch Jones for um, Clemson's success. Yeah, much. I mean, I think so. Definitely. Because I think without him, you get Trevor Lawrence, you get D. Higgins, and Mario Rogers. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Mario Rogers. I was, I was about to say, the only pass I'm going to give him is Mario Rogers, yeah. just because it's been well known that but, that family I mean, doesn't like Tennessee. But if you have former, maybe. Mm, maybe. Maybe that helps. I don't know. Well, who cares? I mean, we'll yeah. we'll never know. But it does it does make me upset to see like those guys like being impact players, yeah. scoring touchdowns when they're like so close to coming to Tennessee. Yeah, hurts. Definitely. But Notre Dame, God bless. Get the heck out of here. Yeah, they're terrible. That so. was horrible. I mean, definitely Georgia was should have been. In Which the I, I think we even said that but, Georgia was more deserving. But you, you had your chance. Yeah. I mean, I feel like either go back to the BCS or really fix your rules for how to get in the playoff, one or the other. I would – and I don't like Joel Klatt. I don't like him at all. But I like what he – he came up with, like, conferences should do round robin, round robin instead mm-hmm. of having divisions. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what the Big 12 does. Or, yeah, Big 12. Yeah, because there's only 10 teams. Yeah. So, instead of that, like, you just have the, the top two play each other. Yeah. And then, I mean, uh, realistically, if you do a round robin, though, I would say, I mean, if you play everyone in your conference, you don't need to play a conference championship game. I think it's. Well, I don't like, think we we wouldn't. We couldn't play everybody in our conference. They only have 10 teams. We have like 14. Yeah, you, you couldn't in ours. You'd need to go back down to 12. Yeah. But if you did, in a perfect world, if you did round robin, now if you did round robin within your division, which is pretty much, which is what you do now, then yes, you have to have a conference final, but I don't think there's any point in having a having a conference final. Now it helped Oklahoma because Oklahoma was able to get back a win or loss against te- uh, Texas. Yeah. Whereas, like normally, if Oklahoma had like if Texas hadn't lost a game, beat Oklahoma, I would be like, we don't want to play in a conference final. Like, there's no point. Yeah. We won our conference outright. I just I think it'll help. Like when. LSU and I guess when like in your division within your division if you have two of the best teams in the country well I think LSU probably could be up there as well yeah no all, all I'm saying is teams aren't wouldn't which I don't get why the Big 12 does it I guess because did they get left out of the playoff one year because of that they didn't have a true yeah so it was, the, it was the Baylor and TCU right okay but they did they did end up having a three-way tie I think that year yeah, because of how the loss is figured out. So yeah, I mean they may suck for that year, but at the same time, are you really deserving if you, you know, if you lost to a team that lost to another team that lost to? I mean, who knows? But like Texas, I think was a two loss, three loss team going into that final. So yeah, you want to play that final so you can get a conference champion in at one loss. But if Oklahoma had won, if Oklahoma had gone into the game undefeated. There would have been no point in them playing that, really. Like it, it could only hurt them. It couldn't help them because they played everyone in their conference. Because yeah. they're in ten team, it'll only hurt them. I agree, and that, that's why I don't think it should just be. I, I feel like if you if you do that, the, yeah, there's no there's no reason to play a conference game. I don't know why the Big Twelve does it. I would get rid of it immediately because ideally, you. But if if you expand to eight teams and you have that at large bid, I guess then it might. Technically speaking, 
technically, they should have a champion outright. But in football, it's probably harder to make like tiebreakers other than head to head. Right. Like you're not going to, in football, you're not going to have like a, you know, most points scored tiebreaker or a most points. I just, so my personal opinion is just to be able to play teams more often. Like to play everybody in our conference. Like we have 14 teams. Like when's the next time we're going to play at LSU? Yeah, I think they need to just get rid of the, um, the division. They need to get rid of the division, not the divisions necessarily, but get rid of at least the. And I'm, it's not. I'm not saying to change our uh, common opponent every year in the West because I don't care that it's Alabama. I think eventually we'll be better than Alabama for you know five plus years and it'll all equal out. But if you're going to have just two Western opponents, they should change every year. Yeah, one home, one away, change every year, and then keep the East the same, or maybe and maybe even go to three West opponents. And then I could understand keeping one common. I could get that. Yeah. But, like, the Big 12, they play non-conference games. And I think it's fair to say the other conferences at least need to get up to eight or yeah. whatever. I mean, it just sucks that you play in a conference, but you never even see these teams for, like, five or six yeah. years. I think I think it's dumb, too. I agree. They need to figure, They definitely need to figure a way to work it out better. But we'll see if that happens. Um What we got next? Most important. We're moving into most importance. You got any? Uh, I'll go first. I don't know. One two. I definitely have a fail. Vince Carter, old, oldest player to drop twenty plus points in a game. He's forty one. I don't know how he's still playing. Years old. Three hundred thirty. He's almost forty two. That's ridiculous. So Vince Sanity. And he's at watch call it now, Atlanta, right? Yeah, the Hacks. It's wild. I don't think I have a most important, but do you have any more most importance? I do. I have okay. Matt Prater's so have touchdown fails. pass. Okay. Um, the longest – he is the longest field goal in NFL history, and then he threw his first um, touchdown pass. And it was a nine. It was. Yeah. Good pass. He put it, he put it in good Great area. Great form. So, that was my most important. I, I love – for the brand, I love seeing kickers doing athletic things. There you go. I got two fails. My first one is Tom Brady. Um, he was asked, is there a QB stat that means the most to you? He said, I'm not a big stat guy. I'm just into wins. Well, Tom, stats are a win. Or wins are a stat. So, yeah. You, that means you. that's the stat you're into. He just likes to win. No stat. He didn't want it to be a stat, though. That's a stat, though. Like, winning a Super Bowl is a stat. But he... He doesn't want it to be. So, technically, he has zero Super Bowls? Yep. Okay. But, greatest quarterback in the world. He throws to Gronkowski. Gronkowski sucks. Um, he throws it in tight windows. There's no one around him. Um, just great quarterback. Dumped down to running backs. Just great quarterback. Correct? Oh, yeah. Just great guy. Um, I have a fellow week. Um... Miami. Sorry, Miami. You lost to Wisconsin 35 to 3. And Wisconsin's quarterback, Jack Cohn, was 6 for 11 for 73 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And still scored 35 points on you. <laughs> it's tough. So, it's ugh. tough. I've got 
I don't even know how to say his name. Doug Gottlieb. How do you say it? He tweeted, if you transfer mid-year during your freshman year, you should have to pay back the scholarship. It is basically 100000 scholarly no one else can use, and some guys leave 7 to 10 games in, which is a joke. Jay Williams tweeted back and said, did you pay back your scholarship after being removed from Notre Dame? Holla at me when you cut that check back to Indy. Yeah, maybe. Like, this is kind of the whole thing, like, don't throw rocks from a glass house deal. Like, if you got something bad, maybe don't throw it. Maybe don't try to dig up somebody else's dirt. Just keep to yourself there. Doug Gottlieb, it's a rough one. UCF, um, their defensive coordinator, Randy Shannon, thinks players who skip non-college um, football playoff, playoff bowl games will keep those attitudes when they go to the NFL. And then um, somebody put him on blast. Somebody was like, Christian McCaffrey set out a bowl game before the draft, had 33 touches for 178 yards last week with a 6-8 and eight record. Terrible take in a league that doesn't fully guarantee contracts. So, I mean, you you can't, like, I just find it funny that UCF says something like that. Yeah. Because, like, none of your players are going in the first round, for one. Well, that should be your, that should be their only goal. They know they're not gonna, never going to win a national championship. Yeah. So, they should just, that should be their only goal is to get the NFL. And I, I, I think it's a tough place to... Say, you know, sit out, don't sit out. I think it's a really tough place. I'm also accountable with the person that's like, if you're going to get injured, you're going to get injured. Like, it's just going to happen to you. Yeah. Um, whether you're walking through the grocery store or on a football field. like. I mean, me personally, if my team's playing in a bowl that actually means something, which, like, I feel like the Michigan-Florida game actually is a big bowl. Yeah. So, it would be hard for me to be like, no, nah, I'm going to sit this one out. Y'all go ahead. I definitely think they need to figure out the bowl system better. And that's I think that's what started all this. But, yeah. I don't know. So, I I don't know. But the other side of me, I'm just like, it's not me. Like, if if you're going to – if that's what you think is best for you, then that's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, and you definitely just have to understand if your teammates hate you. Because, I mean, you technically are walking out of your teammates. But, it, like you said, if you're going to make that decision, you have to live with it, I guess. So, Yep. Whatever. Make your money if you if you think you're going to make it. Or you could just be like Tennessee's whole team who all decided they're going to sit out of the bowl, out of the bowl game this year. Yeah. So that was cool. Great. That was Great a decision. Let me tell you about that. Guys, thank you all for listening. They're all going to the NFL. All of them. They're champions of life. Yep. We will see you next year. Vol basketball will still be 11-1. and one. About to go win, about to start their track to an SEC championship. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun one. Yeah. And we're bringing the boat in and we out.